You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's Jeff Robinson with this week's message. Good morning. What's up, 2911? And welcome all of you that are tuning in that may be visiting or maybe you like to check us out sometimes. We're so glad to have you this morning. And uh, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm Jeff Robinson. I'm one of the team members here. And I am so excited to get to kick off this new series. This is something that uh, I've been talking to Rick about and uh, I've been wanting to do. Uh, The title of this one is Losing My Religion. And uh, this is not my favorite just because it's a cool song from the 90s, but it's also because this is a topic that really means a lot to me. And so I wanna talk to you about today for just a few minutes about um, losing my religion. This this is a phrase that, Every Southern mom has probably used it one time or not. You know, I, I know my mom used to tell me all the time, you're going to make me lose my religion here in a minute. And of course, for us, that means that you're going to make me do something and say something that maybe I don't want to say because of the way we're acting. But you know, I wanted to talk about, especially in this time of pandemic, that maybe, maybe losing our religion is not such a bad thing for it to happen. And uh, so I'm going to talk just a few minutes today about how we religion versus relationship. Now, I know some of you guys that are old school, I've been in church my whole life, and I know I look like I'm only 20 years old, but I'm not. Uh, So what I really want to talk about is that those of you that are old school like me, sometimes we stop and we think about, you know, we roll our eyes when people talk about it's relationship, not religion, because, you know, that's just young people wanting to, they're they're wanting to, to shirk their responsibilities or something. That's not it at all. I want to talk to you about the fact that from the very beginning, Uh, If you go back and you read Genesis in the Bible, you'll find out that God always intended to have a relationship with us. It was never about a list of rules and regulations and things. Uh, It says that he walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the evening. Uh, When he came looking for them after they had sinned, he came because he, he came for their evening stroll. God came and he talked with Adam. He had a relationship. He created Adam with a free will because he wanted Adam to choose to love and to have a relationship with him. And that's always been God's intent. After sin... Uh, he had to institute some things into the world because sin came into the world and we had to, there had to be sacrifice. There had to be something to, to pay for that uh, atonement for that sin. But then Jesus came because several hundred years go by and, and we've started to add rules and regulations and all these things. And Jesus comes in and the same thing had begun to happen that, that there were all these walls between that relationship. And so Jesus came in so he could break those walls down and get us back to the relationship. Uh, we had the Ten Commandments. By the time Jesus comes onto the scene, there are like 500 laws with all these things added. And Jesus comes in and he breaks it back down to two things. Love God, love people. That's it. It's all about relationship. It's about our relationship with God and our relationship with one another. And so to start tonight, I just kind of wanted to, to, look at those, um, to look at those differences between religion and relationship. And the first thing that I want to talk about is religion is often about outward appearances and the way things look. It's about trying to look a certain way or for people to think of us a certain way. Relationship is about what's on the inside. My relationship with my wife, uh, coming up in just a few weeks, my wife and I have been married for 31 years. And um, it's a really cool thing because I've learned so much about relationships because if I'm really honest with you, 31 years ago, I probably was not the greatest husband in the world. Um, I know that's hard to believe. But over the course of time, I've learned, Mia and I have learned how to, to talk to one another. We've learned how to get along with one another. And I can honestly say she's the best friend I have in the world. And I can't imagine having spent most of my life with anyone but her. And so those relationships 
those things, it's not just about the outward appearance. She was a fox when we first started dating. She was hot. But, you know, as we get old, she's still hot, by the way, so don't get me in trouble with that. Um, but I'm not even to be as hot as I used to be then. Outward appearance has changed, the thing on the outside, but it's those things on the inside. You see, I don't just share my deepest, darkest secrets with somebody just because they look a certain way. It's came over 30 years of the fact that we've shared so many things, and she knows everything about me, and she still loves me. And I know everything about her. I know, I, I know all the things that she struggles with and stuff, and I still love her because we've built that relationship, and it's about what's on the inside. Christianity is more than just a religion where we try to look a certain way, where we try to act a certain way, where we want to appear to be something that, that people would approve or it meets a certain criteria. It's about having a relationship. It's about things on the inside. Uh, in Matthew 23, 35, Jesus is talking and he says, uh, he's talking to the Pharisees and religious scholars and he says, you're hopeless, you religious scholars and Pharisees, frauds. You burnish and, sit and clean the surface of your cups and bowls so they sparkle in the sun while the insides are full of maggots with your greed and gluttony. Stupid Pharisees, scour the insides and then the gleaming surface will mean something. You're hopeless, uh, frauds. You're like the manicured grave plots, grass clipped on the flowers bright, but six feet down, it's all rotting bones and worm-eaten flesh. You see, Jesus understood, and he told these guys, it's not just about acting a certain way. It's not just about trying to, trying to project this image. And so many times, Christians do that. We do that. When I say Christians, I'm talking myself. I've been a Christian all of my adult life. I've been a Christian since I was a kid. And it's easy to get caught up in religion and to try to, to try to justify things, to try to make things so that the outward appearance is what it is. But you see, the world has seen so much of it, and that's one reason why so many of them are so turned off by the church today. What they're looking for is honesty. What they're looking for is people who are, who are real, people who are clean on the, on the inside as well as the outside. You know, when I was growing up, tattoos and things like that were something that were taboo you didn't do. And uh, because, you know, if you did that, then that meant you were bad and you couldn't be this. But today's society has, has learned to understand that you can look, you can have long beard, you can have long hair, you can wear earrings, you can have tattoos, and you can still be a really good person on the inside. You can still have a relationship with Jesus and be something that's, that's pure on the inside because you've been, you've been bought by the blood of Jesus. Which brings me to the second part of this. Religion often tries to achieve righteousness through rules, regulations, and works. Religion is all about making sure that if I, if I pray this many times, if I, read this, if I read this amount of scripture, if I go to church this many times, if I do this thing, then I can be good enough and I can earn my way into heaven. I have really bad news for you today. And those of you that have been in church a long time, those of you who may have never been in church, the bad news is you can never earn your way to heaven. You just can't do it. You're not good enough. I'm not good enough. None of us... Billy Graham wasn't good enough. Nobody's good enough. It's all a gift of Jesus. And having a relationship understands that he gave himself to cover my sin, to bridge that gap so that I can have that relationship with God, that he can be that, the Bible calls it, you know, he, he's, he's my advocate. He stands in heaven, and whenever I mess up, he tells God, you know, Dad, it's okay. I, I, I promise you he's not that bad. I promise you this guy, it's what's on the inside. It's what's on his heart because he looks inside and he judges what we do on the inside. And uh, in Matthew, Jesus went on to say, instead of giving you God's law, he's talking again about the Pharisees. This is what the religious, this is what we do so many times. Instead of giving you God's law as food and drink by which you can banquet on God, 
They package it in bundles of rules, loading you down like pack animals. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under those loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help. So many times we as the religious, we as the church do that. I was so religious when I was younger and there were so many things that I thought, you know, I had to measure up. And not only that, I had to make sure other people measured up. And we almost take pride sometimes in the fact that people don't measure up. But you see, having that relationship understands that, man, I am blessed. I don't deserve God's love, much less do I deserve his forgiveness, much less do I deserve all the things that he's given and he's done for me over the years. But you see, the cool thing is God does that because he loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. And God is looking for that. And so as, as we do that, you know, during this quarantine time, when we really start to look at things, we can't, uh, we can't go to church like we used to. We can't gather with all the things. The CDC really discourages public singing together because, you know, we, we spit when we sing, even though you don't see it. Some of us spit more than others. And so it's, it's all of these things that we can't do. And so it really has made, it's made me anyway start to look at the things that I've done. I've been a worship pastor for, for years and uh, for 30-something years. And it makes me stop and think about all the things that I've done over time and go back and say, was I really sincere? Was it about relationship or was it about the outward appearance? Was it about trying to have rules and regulations to, to make people strive to do something that I knew they could never reach? Or is it about having that relationship to reach down and help them pick them up and realize that, man, you don't have to earn it. God loves you and God's already done the work for you. And it's up to us to reach out and do that. Now, the last thing that I want to touch on, those of you that are watching, I don't want you to think that I just said that you don't have to do anything, that you don't have to, uh, you know, you can live the way you want, you can talk the way you want, you can do the things you want, and you don't have to change anything, that you could just go to heaven. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that God has done the hard work and made the first step. And from there, it's about building the relationship. Just like I talked about uh, building a relationship over 30 years with my wife, it's about building that relationship that I've had for, for 40 plus years with God. It's about learning from my mistakes. In my marriage, you know, I've said things, I've done stupid things over the years, um, and, and I've had to learn from it. I can't keep making the same mistakes because first off, my wife would hurt me. But second off, because I can't grow and I can't build that relationship if I keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and don't change. And you know, ultimately it's about, it's about doing things to further that relationship. You see, I'm faithful to my wife and I've been faithful to her for more than 30 years, not just because, uh, it, it's not just because it was in the vows that I said, that I said, I, I, you know, I, I'll be faithful. It's not just because the Bible says I need to be faithful. It's because I have a relationship and I love my wife and I want everything that I do to build that relationship. And when we take that same focus and that same uh, thought into our relationship with God, I don't, I don't try to avoid sin just because, I don't not kill somebody just because it's against the law or just because that the Bible says I shouldn't. I do it because I don't want to damage the relationship that I have with God. I don't just uh, try to avoid saying hurtful and mean things to people because it's not cool or because, you know, somebody's going <laughs> to, people are going to erase me on Instagram. I'm not hardly on Instagram anyway, but it's because I want my relationship with God to be such that people, when they see me, that I'm not damaging the opportunity for them to see God. And so 
as we over the next four weeks, Pastor Rick's going to have one, Pastor Brent's going to have one, and I'm going to come back with something else, you know, in this series. But, you know, as we talk about losing my religion, I want to challenge you guys over the next four weeks, especially those of you guys that call yourself part of 2911. I want to challenge you to think about the ways that we're not just religious. We're not just uh, a church in the sense of a, a, a building that has people in it, because you guys know if you've been to 2911 and all, we're not a building. We're a church. We're a body of people. And I want to challenge you guys to get away from the religious things that we do to try to make our outward appearance or to try to make other people have to reach a certain standard. And I want to challenge you for us to re find ways this week to reach out and help other people up so that we can help people further the relationship and we can, we can make a difference in people's lives that they can come to know God during this time of quarantine. Thanks a lot, and I can't wait to see you guys again next week. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 205-476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.